I'm Patty, and I'm a woman of faith, life coach, busy mama and wife, mental health advocate, foodie, and lover of music and dance. I like salsa on my tacos and in my playlist. I created this space just for you, Bea, because I have been there. I know what it's like to go through unwanted, unexpected changes in life. I know the heartbreak, the feelings of loss, and, well, just feeling left behind in life. Amiga, I'm here to tell you this is not all of your story. This is not all there is. In this podcast, I will embrace you, inspire you, and challenge you to reclaim the power and gifts God has placed in your life. Here, you will find community and hope and a call to action. I get it. You're probably driving to and from school or work, maybe doing some cleaning, or just finding the motivation to get up and take a shower. No matter what task you're tackling, I'm here for all of it, girl. So come and explore with me the possibilities of living a life full of color and texture and movement. Find your new melody and your new dance. Why? Because life is beautiful, Bea, and you are too. Hola, Bea. Here at the Listen Bea podcast, I strive to give you the best information for your journey. This is why today's discussion is based on some reading I've been doing by Susan Anderson, who's the author of the Abandonment Recovery Workbook, Guidance Through the Five Stages of Healing from Abandonment, Heartbreak, and Loss. If you're interested in going deeper into personal work, I highly recommend this book. I care deeply about you, amiga, and this is why it's important to me that you receive content that is not only inspiring, but that is helpful and researched. Not just my personal opinion, though you do get some of that in there as well. Lista, are you ready? Here we go. Welcome to another episode of the Listen Bea podcast. I am Patty Cuevas and I am the voice behind this podcast. I am very excited to share with you about our topic for today because it's a subject that is very near and dear to my heart. It is the subject of abandonment. Today we will discuss what abandonment is, why it hurts so much, and what are things, some of the things that we can do in order to cope or when we are feeling triggered by feelings of abandonment. Now, if you're a person who may be thinking, well, I've never felt abandonment before, I no one has ever left me, or anything like that, I challenge you to continue listening because you just might change your mind after hearing some of the ways in which abandonment can present itself. So with that in mind, let's first talk about a little bit about what exactly abandonment is. So typically, we may think of abandonment as someone who is uh, deserted or left behind unwillingly. Uh, We may think of a mother, a father leaving, a husband leaving his wife. Uh, We may also uh, uh, feel abandonment or think of abandonment uh, with someone's death or loss of love, a breakup, someone suddenly moving out, or someone betraying uh, betraying our trust in a relationship. So these are some of the typical ways that we may think of abandonment. But abandonment may also appear in very subtle ways. It may appear when we are feeling not included, when we're feeling excluded. 
It may feel, it may come up when we are feeling left behind, when we are, when we feel we're not being recognized for our accomplishments. If we work really hard towards something and someone is very dismissive of the hard work that we put into it, someone who may, or may be feeling uh, left behind, let down or disappointed by a person that we is highly esteem, a mentor, a parent, a teacher, uh, a close relative. We also feel abandoned when we are feeling isolated or alone. So why does it hurt so much? Abandonment can hurts very deeply for, for an array of reasons. But uh, one of the ways is that it may bring up feelings of not being worthy. If you have had feelings in the past where you didn't feel worthy of love, of care, of uh, a friendship, of a close relationship, uh, that this may bring up feelings of abandonment. Uh, it taps into our fears of insecurity, of self-doubt, of rejection. So this is why it hurts so much because abandonment isn't just about this person leaving or this person no longer being in our lives. It can rekindle, it can rehash some of these feelings or some of these injuries, emotional wounds that we've felt in our past. When we feel abandoned, it's a matter of survival for many, as particularly those who have experienced extreme, those who have experienced trauma. It may uh, feel like a, a vortex, like, like things are spinning out of control around us, and we are actively grasping or desperately grasping to this person, this relationship, this situation that we were in that made us feel so secure in ourselves, that made us feel like our best self, made us feel in love or made us feel secure or made us feel beautiful or made us just feel confident. So this is why it can be a matter of life or death for some, for some people because particularly for children, if you were a child of abandonment, some of those Feelings may come back when you feel rejection from someone, when you feel left out by someone, when you feel excluded in a situation. All these feelings of abandonment that come attached with abandonment may resurface. So um, if left unaddressed, it can drain you. No matter how much you refill that hole in your boat, uh, if you have this abandonment wound, permanently in your boat, doesn't matter what you pour in, it's going to come right out. This is why it's important to address these issues in therapy with a professional, but also doing your your, your own work as well. And we'll get more into um, uh, some of the coping skills that uh, you can practice in your life in order to better navigate these feelings of abandonment. So what do you do when you're feeling triggered? Well, one of the things that you can do is not to focus on the loss, but focus on a gain. So this kind of takes the focus off uh, uh, temporarily. Um, it's a way, not the only way, because we're going to include other coping skills as well. But it's a way to um, take the focus off of the pain and more focus on the gain. So for example, if you have been... Um, if a relationship has ended, a romantic relationship, and someone has broken up with you, there are definitely feelings of abandonment. You have a whole basket of emotions that you have felt for this other person, and you're left with your basket thinking, well, what am I supposed to do with all these memories? What am I supposed to do with all these feelings? What am I supposed to do with all these emotions? And um, this other person is gone. 
This person is no longer willing to work through all these things in this basket, which we have accumulated together. Some of these, these things I've accumulated from the past. And now I'm just left holding this big, gigantic basket full of emotions and experiences. And I have no idea what to do with them. So um, in order, rather than focus on this basket full of of what is no longer there, what am I supposed to do with this? We can focus on a different basket and say, okay, well, what are some of the things that I am willing to fight for? If this person is no longer willing to uh, be on this journey with me and fighting towards a relationship together, okay, let's shift. Here's my basket. Here is Patty's basket. Or here is Mary's basket. Here is Cynthia's basket. Whatever it is, whatever, whosoever name, it has to be your own name, but your name on your basket and say, well, these are the skills that I have. These are the things that I fight for. These are the things that I'm willing to fight for and put all this energy where this other basket is just exhausting it's exhausting to carry this basket here is this new basket what that i am willing to fight for that i am willing to work toward that i am willing to put this energy into what could that be that could maybe be um it could make a new career it could be a new job it could be a new hobby a new business a new project and i want you to ask yourself when was the last time you worked very hard toward all of this when was the uh, last time that you worked hard towards something, aside from this relationship that is no longer there, when was the last time that you just gave it your all? Was it, so for some of us, it may have been a while. We might have to dust the files in our brain for a little bit and dust back and remember, uh, was it a project at school? Was it was it a, um, a play at school? Did we have a, a role, an important role? Was it a... Um, was it a uh, student body uh, position? Uh, were you wanting to be class president or uh, something of that nature? When was the last time that you put so much effort into something? And what did that feel like for you? What was the the feeling of, yes, I'm getting it done. It's getting accomplished. So all of these emotions, all this energy is getting placed into this new project or this new idea where you're not really focusing so much on the other basket that's full of memories and emotions and feelings of abandonment, feelings of being left behind. But now you have this new basket of possibilities. So what are you willing to put in that basket and work towards? And when was the last time you felt that way? And why has it been so long since you felt that way? What could you do in order? What are some of the steps that you can take in order to feel this way again? So we are kind of replugging into uh, into ourselves again, into what what was before this relationship. And using my example, another thing that you can do, which is very important, is de-idolize the people, the person or people who hurt you. Don't stay stuck on their quote-unquote specialness. Recognize the withdrawal symptoms from the disconnection. So there's a difference. Sometimes we may think, taking the example of a relationship, of a romantic relationship, we may think, I'm never going to love this way again. I am never going to have feelings this way again. We were, um, this person, I invested so much in this person and they invested so much in me. No one is ever going to know me the way this person does. And you're half right and you're half wrong. 
the reason I'm saying you're half right is yes, you're not going to love in that way again, where you are will are going to sacrifice who you are, sacrifice your boundaries, fat, sacrifice your emotional well-being. Hopefully, I hope not. You're not going to do that again with another person. If you're doing the same thing, um, I would really recommend for you to reevaluate those patterns in those relationships. But normally, when we think I will never love this way again. You are absolutely right, amiga. You will never love this way again. You are going to love deeper and fuller and with more energy and with such zest for life and joy beyond what you possibly could have imagined at the point of this breakup. I tell you from experience, I love my husband deeply. I love him more than any other relationship I've ever had. He is the father of my children. I see my children in him. And I love this man because he has shown to be loyal, like I, at the level that I have never experienced before. He has backed me at a level that I have never experienced before in any other relationship. So yeah, you're right. You're never going to love the way again. You're never going to love that way again. My love now for my husband is so much fuller, is so much greater, is so much healthier than I could have ever really understood at a time when in previous relationships, I could, I thought that was it and that was the end all be all. I, I had to work through de-idolizing the person or persons who have hurt me. And, uh, and it took some work and it took some time but it's possible. And I was, and when I was able to do that, that's when my husband came into my life and just literally swept me off my feet. And it was a whirlwind and uh, we have two beautiful children and, and we are partners in everything that we do. And my life is that much fuller because I have never loved in that way again. I have never loved in a toxic relationship again. I have never loved in a, um, in a relationship where I, I doubted the loyalty of my partner. So yes, you will never love that way again. But that is actually good news. That's not bad news. You will never love in the same way. Now you love with boundaries. Now you love in a healthy way. So um, that, so that, and that comes with de-idolizing the specialness of that partner that you had. And also separating, separating that feeling from its human connection, its human emotion. So at the moment, it may feel I'm never going to find someone else like this. I'm never going to be this in love. No one's ever going to be able to know me the way this person does. But um, what we are actually going through is kind of the withdrawal of that human connection, but not necessarily the withdrawal of that person. Because when we really separate what brought or cause the end of a relationship, it's usually not something good. Otherwise, the relationship would continue. In the case of when you feel abandoned in a relationship, there was some kind of disconnect in that communication. Someone was feeling a way that the other person wasn't. So someone was not being upfront and someone was not being having that, those difficult conversations. So there's the feeling of that dis the human disconnect, but it you could have felt it with any other person that you were in a relationship with, not necessarily Mr. Whatever, fill in, fill in the name, fill in the blank. Um, another thing that we can do in order to help us cope with the feelings of abandonment is to reconnect with yourself. Do you have a sense of who you are outside of this relationship? 
Do you know your likes, your dislikes, or did you really like the same stuff that your man liked? Or do you, or were you trying to please his family? Or were you trying to um, just not cause any waves and just go with the flow? Um, was there really, where did he start and you begin and vice versa? Um, or, or was there kind of, is there a mixture? Is it difficult for you to understand if uh, independently from this other person, what are my preferences? What music do I like? Or did I just listen to what he listened to? What food did I like? Or did I just go to the restaurants that he liked? What is it about you that makes you you? What is your essence outside of this relationship, outside of these feelings of abandonment, outside of this sadness? What brings you joy? What are your gifts? And if you don't know who you are, well, there's good news in that too. You get to explore. You get to meet yourself all over again. You get to rediscover yourself. You get to rediscover your gifts. You get to rediscover your ideas, your joy. Um, and as you know, for me, my faith is pivotal. And who I look to, I, I found myself really um, approximately maybe 25, 26 years old and not really knowing who I was. And there's something about the 20s when you're 20s and you're still trying to figure out who you are, what you like, what you don't like. But when it, that is attached to a relationship, it can become so much harder to find out who you are. So who does God say you are? Well, that's what I look to. I didn't know who I was. So I said, you know, God, can you tell me? Because I don't know. I have no clue. And this is who God said I was. Psalms 139.14 says that I am beautifully and wonderfully made. And so are you, Bea. Life is beautiful and you are too. You are beautifully and wonderfully made. Ephesians 2, 4, 5 says, I am alive. When we go through these abandonment episodes, when we go through these disappointments, for some of us, it's life-changing. And we feel like the the rug has been pulled from under our feet and we don't, we're just tumbling and we have no desire to live. But God says you're alive. You're alive today. You get to live another day. I know many people, not many people, but I know people in my life who are not alive today. And it's for them. It's for them that I do what I do because I live for them. I live for me. But most importantly, God says I'm alive. Second Corinthians 12, 10 says, I am strong in my weakness. Whew, this spoke to me because when the moment where I felt my weakest, I did not think of myself as strong at all. But God says, I am. Why? Because he's there. Because it's not me. It's him. I'm not, I wasn't standing on my own two feet. He was carrying me. He was pushing me because I did not have a will to live. Isaiah 41 10 says, I'm not alone. God is with me. It goes along with the same idea that when, when we feel abandoned, we, we feel left behind and we feel alone and deserted. But God is with us. We are never alone. Romans 15, 7 says, Christ has accepted you. I am accepted. He accepts me who I am. He ac accepts me for who, uh, for the mistakes I've made, for the good things I've done, for the bad things I've done, for the right things, for the wrong things. Christ accepts me. So in the feeling when we're trying, particularly when going through a breakup and we feel abandoned, we feel like, gosh, maybe if I wouldn't have done this, maybe if I would have just done that. And we start doing that whole bargaining part. Uh, we start doing that whole bargaining part of, uh, of our grief process, then, but God comes in and says, 
that he's accepted me. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I'm if I'm overweight, if I'm underweight, if I'm tall, if I'm short, if I look a certain way, uh, if I measure up to the standards of what this world calls pretty, if I don't measure up to those standards, um, and by the way, throughout those standards, because they're only temporary. But God says that he has accepted me. Ephesians 2.10 says we are created for good works. So there's an opportunity to do something better, to do something greater, to take that, to take these ashes of what remains and make something beautiful and make something just so energizing and new and something that can help others. It doesn't say I'm, I'm just made for works. It doesn't say you just work to work. No, it says I'm made for good works. And what are good works? Things that help others, things that inspire others, things that help mankind. Think about all of these things. Uh, and it's just a really brief synopsis of what abandonment is and what it feels like and things that we can do. But uh, really take it to heart. Hear it over and over again if you need to. Take notes. But I really, uh, um, I really urge you to take to heart these words from a person who's been there, from a person has come out the other side. There's so much greater, so many things that are fuller, so many more opportunities, so many more memories. Toss that basket, throw it away, burn it, whatever it is that you need to do. And we'll go over in the next episode four, how to exactly de-idealize this person. So, um, Thank you so much for joining me today. If you have found this episode helpful, please share it with the special women in your life who you know will benefit from it uh, because that is how we work together and that's how we inspire each other. If you are having feelings of that you may harm yourself and you find yourself in that despair of abandonment at this time, my prayer is that you will run uh, and seek help that you may be able to do your own work and rediscover what's on the other side of abandonment. If you are having difficulties, you feel you may be a harm to yourself or someone else, there is a number 988, which is the Suicide and Prevention Crisis Hotline that is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And uh, you can reach out and find support there as well. If you like what you heard, you want to get started, you want to get, um, you want to start working on your basket and refilling those gifts and working towards um, that project or that feeling that you once had, that idea, maybe it was a business idea that your partner may have said, you're crazy, don't do it, why are you going to do it? And we just got discouraged, go back. If you're ready to take that step, give me a call. You can find me on Instagram at Coach Patty Cuevas. And you also find all my information there and other ways to contact me. So thank you so much, Bea, for joining me. My hope is that you go back out into that world encouraged, blessed, and just filled with that zest for life. Take care, amiga. Love you. Bye.